Get the coolest mesh online at mesh.alfred.vip. Angela Davis sat down, did this show, and finds out that um, her ancestors are not exactly who she not only thought them to be, but who she based her entire political ideology around. Take a look at this. Any idea what you're looking at? That is a list of the passengers on the Mayflower. <laughs> no, I can't believe this. <laughs> no. <laughs> My ancestors did not come here on the Mayflower. You, your ancestors came no. on the Mayflower. No, no, no. You no. are descended <laughs> no, no, no. from one of the 101 people who sailed on the Mayflower. Oof. <laughs> That's a Ooh, that's a, a, a really, that is a really, really narrow, you know, group of people. Really, really, really narrowed it down to one of the actual people, you know, the, the who came on the Mayflower, you know, just super narrows it down, you know. And, you know, what I think should happen is that a lot of the people who are SJWs and are, you know, black tea, black, black, and, you know, all, all white people are evil, white people are devils. A lot of all these people should take these kinds of tests. You know, let us see who their ancestry is. And, you know, all the crazy people who are saying reparations, oh, that re reparations should be paid. You know, we should do um, DNA tests and, you know, ancestry tests on them, you know, to see where they come from because and when we see people who like who are like um two percent africa you know three percent from you know three percent from spain and nine percent from here you know it's just a mix of over the place how are those people going to be paid reparations you, you know it's like 20 percent of them or 80 percent of them going to pay reparations to 20 percent of them you know because how does that situation work you know, so because the reality of the matter is that um, one thing that people don't see about when it comes to all this and the, the whole situation with the slavery era and all that is that a lot of um, reproduction, mixed reproduction took place. So a lot of people that we think are white actually have African ancestors. A lot of people who look white, they physically look white. Because it is not always when a white person and a dark-skinned person from Africa go to bed that the child will come out looking African or looking dark-skinned or looking mixed. Sometimes the child comes out purely white, even blonde and blue eyes and everything. Now, when that child moves on and marries another white person or, you know, um, progresses with that person, a lot of times, you know, then we now see a situation where um, the, unless the truth is told, which sometimes it was not told, and even if it is told, you know, um, it's very easy to just dissolve the evidence because there's really no evidence outside of, you know, doing blood research and all of that, which a lot of times did not exist in those days. But, you know, the reality, you know, it's just like you hear the term house negro being used a, lo a lot of times. But they forget that the so-called house negro, you, you know, the person that say you are calling house negro, negro and all of that, I'm, I'm <laughs> using a different word, you know, because sometimes they just say N-word, house, you know, N-word. That guy, you know, that they are, they are, that they are calling house negro, 
his father was the white man he knew his father was you know so all this um oh he he liked the white man he worshipped the white man you know all of that that oh he was so loyal you know you hear um um i think Malcolm x says something like you hear um that when the white master got sick he will say are we sick so you know that that is how he was thinking you know that oh that that he punished the um the folks on the plantation but you have to understand something that was his son that was never legitimately claimed so he f so his closest way of getting his um legitimacy you know his, his quest to get his legitimacy was to show his loyalty and his separation by being super mean a lot of times to the to the dark-skinned slaves who were actually um in most cases step-brothers or step-relatives of him but his biological father was the white man in the house there's a reason why when slavery officially ended a lot of people a lot of africans remained with their so-called slave masters even though they were set free and all of that that is because they liked it there because it was a matter of um how they were treated people were treated differently you know the whole slavery situation gave um the white slave owners you know keep in mind they were also dark-skinned slave owners you know but it gave uh, and that is another part of history that people don't like to talk about but you know it gave the slave uh, owner um the license to treat them anywhere on a wide scale of from very very terrible treatment to good treatment a lot of them a lot of um, slaves especially female beautiful slaves were given preferred treatments you know so these are things that you have that people don't talk about so a lot of the children you know a lot of even martin luther king himself or even malcolm x most of these folks are mixed they are not pure african you know and, and that is one reality so when you start um hating the white man the white man is devil you also have to hate hate the african-american because the african-american himself the majority of african-americans are not you know african and african you know produced you know it's it's you know they are mixed so that's something that's another set of slaves that people don't talk about so to me this is not a surprise but it's good that this that um, people like this are realizing things like this or are seeing things like this you know all, all her life she has made a career out of being a victim now to find out that you know she's her ancestors actually came up on the me floor <laughs> very very funny a little bit too much <laughs> to deal with right now. Did you ever in your wildest dreams think that you may have descended from people who laid never the foundation never for this country? Never, <laughs> never, never. <laughs> There's no other word to describe this video except hilarious because Angela Davis is a communist which is bad enough. She's a Marxist, which is a particular brand of communism. But more than that, when I said before that she was a disciple of Herbert Marcuse, Herbert Marcuse is the godfather of critical race theory. Angela Davis is a proponent of critical race theory. But remember when we were talking to Dr. James Lindsay a couple of weeks ago and he was talking about how wokeism is an actual cult where there's three or four different layers of people in this cult. The people at the bottom who just carry the water, they parrot the ideology, but they don't, they don't know. They parrot the talking points, but they don't know what they're saying. They don't know the basis. They don't know they're Marxists. Then he said, then there's the, the people who 
um, are one step higher. They know, they've studied a little bit of the ideology, so they know maybe that it's a little bit Marxist, a little bit communist, but they don't, they don't really know why, they don't know who, they just are kind of, they're pseudo-intellectuals. And then you have the people who are at the very top. These would be the highest, the upper echelons of a cult, and they're the ones who know the truth. They know that critical race theory isn't just history. They know that critical race theory in schools is not a discussion of our nation's history as it pertains to slavery. They know that they're saying those things as lies to trick people into accepting critical race theory in our lives because they know that critical race theory is Marxism and their ultimate goal for our country is to turn the United States into a Marxist country. Those people at the, the highest levels of the woke cult, Angela Davis is one of them. She's one of the people who knows that critical race theory is not what Nicole Hannah-Jones is telling us it is. It's not just an accurate depiction of the evils of slavery in our country. It's not that at all. It is a Marxist theory intended to indoctrinate a population in racialized Marxism, in the cultural Marxism that takes Karl Marx's idea of pitting the, the working class against the ruling class and instead pits black people against white people with the goal being a revolution to impose Marxism on our country. So this woman is not is at the center, at the forefront of this entire racial divide, this battle in our country right now, which makes it even more funny because if you are looking through the lens of Angela Davis, then you're looking at everything through the lens of who is an oppressor and who is oppressed, right? The critical race theory idea that white people, even if they don't treat black people in a derogatory or demeaning way, even if they are proponents of equality under the law, they still benefit from quote unquote white supremacy because they were they their entire existence as white people today is built on the shoulders of the quote unquote white supremacists, the colonizers. You know, now that Angela Davis has um, discovered this, another question is, you know, what is she now going to do moving forward? Is she now going to see herself, you know, is she going to be a hypocrite or is she going to begin to see herself true to her, ide her ideology? You know, is she going to see herself now as the oppressor? You know, and is she going to now start doing all the things that she expected of white people, whether it is for white people to just lie down and die or, 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 or to just um, um, volunteer to be slaves, you know, of um, African-Americans or whatever, you know, whatever it is, you know, that she was expecting, you know, is she now going to put all of that on herself, you know, it, all the things that she, she thought that, oh, white people are evil, they're oppressors, they're racist by, you know, by default and all of that. Is that what she's now going to think of herself? Clearly no. And that says a lot about the hypocrisy, the hypocrisy of this whole thing, you know. And, and that is, to me, the funniest thing of all this. Because she's, not, she's going to still um, look for a way to still ride the victimhood card. Because it, the victimhood card is just a, a privileged card. You know, it's the way to move forward. That is why... It's the way some people have chosen to use to move forward. That is why a lot of people gravitate towards it. You know, that's why, you know, being a princess is not enough for Mega Marco, you know, or being um, a, a royal because she's not officially a princess, you know, at least not anymore. But, you know, 
that is not enough for her. She has to be a victim. There's there's more um, adv adv advantages and more catering to when somebody can put themselves in the victim position. So everybody just gravitating towards that. But that also creates a society of weakness and you know, um, um, not strong people and exploitative people. And what happens to real victims? Real victims are now cast to the side for the people who want to ride the um, um, the the bandwagon of um, victimhood you know to use it to advance their career and their own you know interests you know it's sad organizers the slave owners who came before us in our country's history and angela davis is one of the biggest proponents of this narrative but it turns out sounds to me like she's one of the colonizers she she created her whole career she's a professor by the way at the university of california santa cruz She's created her entire career, her entire platform on this premise, on the premise that America's bad, that America's an imperialist nation, that America was is on stolen land, and that those who stole it were the white people who came to colonize it, the white people who she can claim as, uh, as grandmom and grandpop there. <laughs> Angela Davis. You know, I really want to see what is going to happen. Is she now going to... Um, like by, um, white people, you know, love white people, you know, uh, that is that is something that I'm looking forward to seeing. You know, that being said, make sure you check out Alfredo's VIP for more. Thank you and God bless you. What you spread is what you get. Give your best, you'll get the best. Dress your best and people see the best. I'm on my parole, parole, parole. 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 Parole with a suit, parole with the swag. Parole with a camp, parole with the stash. Parole with a hat, parole with the class. Parole with a stash, parole with the fat. I'm on my parole, parole, parole. I'm on my parole, parole, parole. I'm on my parole, parole, parole. Am I my parole, 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 parole? Say this prayer or the belief you've not given your heart to Jesus Christ. Dear God, I believe in my heart that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, came, died, and was raised from the dead to save me. I confess him, Lord, over my life and ask you to give me your Holy Spirit to live within me. I receive your spirit by faith and thank you for I am now born again. In Jesus' name, amen. If you just prayed that prayer, congratulations. You're now a Christian. Go to alfred.vip and click the salvation prayer link in the main menu to get resources that will help you with your work with God. God bless you.